Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Human rights groups have strongly criticised the new pact on migration and asylum, saying it will only lead to worse human suffering. The pact aims to overhaul the European Union's migration and asylum policies through a series of rules governing how member states respond to arrivals. Campaigners of the international initiative Freedom for Ujilan, a political solution for Kurdistan, unveil their next action, a huge postcard drive for delivery to PKK leader Abdullah Ujilan held in solitary confinement in Turkey. The Syrian Democratic Council concluded its fourth conference in Raqqa, reaffirming a commitment to Syrian sovereignty and highlighting key initiatives to resolve the Syrian crisis. Rejecting demographic change and displacement, the Council stressed the need for intra-Syrian dialogue and stakeholder engagement. In other news, on Wednesday, Iran executed Samira Sabzian, a woman forced into child marriage and convicted for the murder of her husband after enduring years of domestic abuse. Learn more with Media News. Recent reforms agreed by the European Union on the Migration and Asylum Pact will seriously erode the rights of asylum seekers and increase human suffering, rights organisations have warned. A political agreement reached by the European Commission The EU Council and the European Parliament on Wednesday is set to overhaul the European Union's migration and asylum policies through a series of rules governing member states' responses to arrivals. The pact, which has been heavily criticised by human rights groups, allows countries to opt out of key asylum rules during periods of increased arrivals or in cases of instrumentalisation of migrants, potentially breaching international obligations. Under the new system, irregular arrivals, including those rescued at sea, could face detention and substandard asylum procedures, with children as young as six being fingerprinted. The European Council on Exiles and Refugees described the changes as Byzantine in their complexity and Albanesque in their cruelty. Amnesty International issued a stark warning, highlighting several aspects of the deal that could negatively impact people on the move, 
from their treatment by countries outside the European Union to their access to asylum and legal assistance in Europe's borders. Amnesty International's Eve Getty said that the changes would set back European asylum law for decades to come. Despite the triumphant rhetoric surrounding the new pact, human rights groups cautioned against celebration, stressing the need for a fair, humane and rights-based approach. Talks on the pact will continue at a technical level until February 2024, with formal adoption expected before the European Parliament elections in June of next year. Campaigners of the international initiative Freedom for Jalan, a political solution for Kurdistan, have unveiled their next action, a massive postcard campaign to send 100,000 messages to Abdullah Öcalan, the leader of the Kurdistan Workers' Party, or PKK, who is being held in Turkey's Imrali Island prison. The campaign, which aims to raise awareness of Öcalan's isolated situation and promote a political solution to the Kurdish question, will gain momentum with this new initiative. Supporters around the world are being asked to send postcards with greetings and messages of solidarity. The campaign organisers intend for the global outpouring of support to draw attention to the cause and hope that this action will resonate not only with Öcalan but also with the international community, urging governments and organisations to prioritise political dialogue and a solution to the long-standing Kurdish issue. The Syrian Democratic Council, the political wing of the Syrian Democratic Forces in the de facto autonomous region in northeast Syria, concluded its fourth conference in Raqqa with a final declaration that stressed the need for revival of intra-Syrian dialogue and engagement with stakeholders in the Syrian crisis. The council reaffirmed a commitment to Syria's right to sovereignty over its entire territory. It signalled a firm stance against external intervention, categorically rejecting any plans for displacement of the indigenous population. Humanitarian concerns were at the centre of the conference, with the council stressing a need to improve conditions in camps for internally displaced persons. A key moment of the conference on Wednesday was the election of a new co-presidency, accompanied by the adoption of a new internal system, outlining the council's principles, decision-making mechanisms membership and organisational structure. The changes to the council came a week after the General Council adopted a new social contract and renamed the Autonomous Administration as the Democratic Autonomous Administration of North and East Syria. Also presented at the conference was a comprehensive roadmap for a political and peaceful solution to the Syrian conflict. Among the measures proposed are the formation of a transitional government the suspension of the current constitution and the establishment of a committee for the drafting of a new democratic constitution. The council's objective is to dismantle authoritarianism and centralisation and to promote a comprehensive democratic change that will rebuild Syria on the basis of a decentralised and inclusive system. On Wednesday, Iran executed Samiria Sabsian, a domestic abuse victim convicted for the murder of her husband, the Norwegian-based Iran Human Rights Organization reported. Sabsian, from the city of Koromabad in western Iran, was forced into marriage with her husband at the age of 15. She became a victim of domestic violence in the years that followed after enduring four years of abuse. In 2013, at the age of 19, Sabsian killed her husband. She was then arrested and sentenced to death. 
The international community's pleas for clemency went unanswered, despite repeated calls from the United Nations and international human rights groups for the execution to be halted. With at least 18 women executed this year, the Islamic Republic of Iran is the world's leading executioner of women. According to an earlier report, at least 164 women were executed between 2010 and 2021, 66% of whom were convicted of killing their husbands or partners. Iranian law does not allow women to seek divorce, even in cases of domestic violence.